Welcome to the Preserve Your Past podcast, where we'll explore all things related to the creative process of writing your stories for future generations. I'm your host, Melissa Ann Kitchen, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I believe that your personal history is a priceless gift for family, friends, and generations to come. Whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we are discussing the topics that help with every step of the process, like how to mine for the juiciest story ideas or how to refine them into polished final drafts you'll be proud to share. Let's face it, sharing your stories can be overwhelming, but I've got you covered. We all have a lifetime of memories to share, so why not save yours to pass along? Let me help you leave your lasting legacy. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about the idea that your personal stories are treasures and ageless artifacts that help preserve your reflections of life. I believe the stories help us to see that life is universal. So whether we're looking at stories of challenges or stories of fear, tragedy, heartbreak, loss, or stories of lessons, celebrations, growth, achievements, love, hope, or faith, I think that all of these stories make for a rich life. They make for real life, right? And they make for rich stories. And I believe this is important because stories help us to build that connection between the past, the present, and the future. So the more we can preserve these stories, the stronger that connection is, right? And that's really the point of this podcast is to help you to build that connection between the past, the present, and the future. So your ancestors, your parents, your grandparents, they all lived life. They all lived lessons and learned from those lessons and then passed along their life lessons to you, whether directly or knowingly, But eventually, those lessons are passed along to you, and your lessons that you're living right now will be passed along to the future generations. And if we are working through documenting our stories, this could be even more, even more um, directed, right? Even more of an intentional process. So I wanted to talk today about why I think that's so important, why I see these stories as treasures and why I see them as artifacts. Um, And so I want you to think about the power of story when it comes to um, being a treasure. One of the reasons I believe this is because I think stories help us see um, the universality in our life, right? So when we hear stories of family in our past, or even other people, um, we're able to see that our own story is not just unique to us. So sometimes we're in the thick of it and we're stuck deep into some challenging piece of our own story, right? We're questioning our own strength. We're questioning our connection to the outside world. Maybe we're feeling isolated and alone and we're looking for hope. We're looking for inspiration or empathy Um, and trying to find where the growth is going to be. And sometimes just finding a story can help us find that connection. 
that then helps us to reflect on ourselves and see our own strengths. So when we're able to detach a bit from our own story, right, and maybe look at the universal truths of the story, um, maybe it's easier to integrate that into our current situation. I was just um, chatting back and forth with my aunt who knows that I'm working on this project and another project with um, journaling and old journals. And she did find a copy of one of my grandmother's um, line in a day journals from 1940 when my grandmother would have been dating my grandfather and a young, you know, young I don't know, I wish I, I didn't do the math before this, but a young person in that dating stages of the relationship because she talks about my grandfather coming over, um, their families were family friends since she had been childhood, but you could see the shift um, to be more of from that um, friendship and family friendship to being more of a... You know she had an interest in him and we could clearly see in her words where that was shifting um, but it was also interesting to see you know her going through and doing fun things with her um, and then going through until the end where we were noticing that um, the end of this year not the end um, to, to be clear we're in 1939 1940 and when we got to the end of that year, that winter of 39 into 40, um, we realized it there wasn't a lot of writing. And it turned out she became sick that winter with rheumatic fever for the her third time. She ended up leaving nursing school. And it was right after Christmas um, that she kind of wrote this statement that was kind of like this, oh, okay, I tried to do this and I tried to do that and now I'm just, I'm giving up so I might as well go to bed. Um, here's what she wrote. Tuesday, December 26, 1939, clear and down around 20 degrees all day. So that was another common piece was the weather, right? Decided I might as well give up so went to bed. This is probably where I'll spend the rest of my life. What's the use? And I'm sharing this with you today because my grandmother was one of the most stick to it, um, ah, like tough woman to just get. She had five children. Um, they had, you know, she worked really hard and she was always taught us to kind of, you know, stick it through, stick to things, stay with it. Um, but I really was touched by this because this winter I had a fall. I shared this in one of my blog posts, but I did have a fall. I fractured my elbow and there was a point where I was just like, I'm just going to bed. I'm just giving into it. What, what does it matter anyways? That kind of, oh my gosh, when I read my grandmother's words, I was like relatable. And I know that that's, you know, she was like, what's the use and of, of trying to fight it, right? So there was a lesson learned for me, and there was also that universal story um, and relatability that even when someone is appearing to be tough on the outside or the kind of person who eventually grows in to be able to, like, suck it up, buttercup, um, those words would not have come through her mouth, but those are the, that's kind of how I felt, that she was that kind of a person that would push through. 
um, and not a person to really be like, what was me or dramatic. And so just to know that her internal voice when she was younger um, could be that way allows me to see the universal feelings of my dramatic voice <laughs> that I've been working through since January. Um, so that's one piece. It helps us to see the universalness. And, and to do that with an ancestor is even more special or a, a person, a grandparent, right, that we knew um, when we didn't know them at that age. So getting those words in different stages um, is really, really special. And I also think part of what makes that a treasure is that I was so young or younger, I should say. I was a young woman when my grandmother passed away, but she would not have shared some of that story with me. That's not the part of her life she was living. Um, and so to know her at that age, uh, to now to see her voice and hear her words at that age was a real gift. And it is like a little um, treasure to go back on and look at. Um, so I really feel like that's kind of the artifact, that preserved voice of hers from when she was younger and had to leave nursing school. And it's also something that gives me a little window into her her history, her timeline of um, her life as a nursing student, as a wife, as a um, then mother, right? So I can see it in the the story that I've already had of her timeline. So I just, I believe that was just a really cool gift that I got to see that little moment of time and her inner thoughts. The other thing that I think stories help do is I think they also can have our, our artifacts or treasures because I think they help us take big lofty concepts and make them more accessible and easier to integrate in our own life. So I think when we're looking at bigger pictures like strength and um, hope and seeing the best in others or, or anything that's that big kind of story concept, I think that when we can read stories that, that show that, that are real life stories, they're going to help us believe in that concept. Um, like the hero's journey, seeing someone go through something challenging and then come out it on the other end even stronger. If we have real stories about that, I think that's an amazing treasure that we can um, utilize. And so anytime you're writing your story, I encourage everyone to write about the hard times and the challenges also. Um, I think there's only going to be helpfulness for our children or our children's children to see some of the challenges that we went through and how we overcame them or maybe how we didn't overcome them but maybe we worked around them or maybe we something different came out of it so I think those lofty concepts that just feel like big things um, can be very much more re like integrated into real life when we have stories that we can see them um, exhibited in. Another reason why I think of them as treasures is because I really believe our family stories and our personal memories help us to stay connected to the moments in the past where we lived real life, not fiction, um, with people who may not be around. So I lost my parents at a younger age in my 20s, and it's been 30 plus years now that I've been living without them which is kind of weird to think about um, 
more of my life has been without them than my first 18 years with them. Um, but so sometimes, I mean, I met my husband after they both had been gone. I met my, I had my children since then. So a lot of my life has been centered around people who didn't really know them, meet them um, in different house. We don't have the house I grew up in. So there's just something, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, who have lost parents at different ages or don't live in the house that they grew up of. Part of it is this sense of, um, was it real? You know, did it really happen? And so when we look at personal stories of life that was really lived, um, it helps us to see that things really existed, you know, like, oh, they, they really did, you know, they really were here. Um, I can remember them. I can have discussions with people who knew them and feel the power of their energy and the truth of real life. So, and then the reality of their life, again, goes back to, you know, were there challenges, were there lessons, but also the little bits of life, the everyday life. So this reminds me, when I when I think of this, it reminds me of some of my really sweet and treasured experiences I've been having on this journey of sharing that I'm preserving my past uh, in conversations with really close friends that I have known since kindergarten or before and that I went through all of school with that knew my parents really well and I almost feel like family in their homes too and recently we had a conversation with a friend who was talking about my mom and she was sharing a memory that I didn't have right so it was a story that I was hearing from her of how when she used to come and sleep over that my mom would change the sheets on my sister's bed put a new pillowcase on put the new sheets on make the bed be all ready for her to sleep over and just how welcomed and how comfortable it was and I never really thought about that I didn't know my mother did that for her and knowing our life and like what it was like living on the inside of the Schumann residence. Um, it just was really sweet. And I know, like, I know I could feel her intention for doing that. I can feel my mother's intention for doing that. And now as a mom, right, who's raised two boys in a very um, busy, active family, like the one I grew up in, I know what that's like. Ooh, we have company coming over and I need to make sure everything's comfortable for them or everything's presentable for them or, you know, uh, clean enough for them and, and all that. So, I, and sometimes that's challenging, but you want the person to feel comfortable and it really is a, a joy to have your children's friends come over. And so to make it a special experience um, is, is really cool too. And I didn't ever get to talk about like those experiences going through it as a mom with my mom. So to talk with my friend about this and just know the perspective my friend had of something I didn't even remember really kind of hit me in a way that reminded me of the connection. <laughs> I'm getting a little choked up of how I learned from my mother things that I didn't even realize that um, I carried on, right? And making our children's friends comfortable when they're over and my kids will laugh because I always am pulling down the blankets and the pillows and they're like we're all set of course they're boys too so 
they never slept in beds when the friends came over. They'd all be downstairs in the family room. But um, it's just funny knowing that I share that I could relate to her um, motivation for doing that. And that was really special and a gift that I had for my friend to have that story um, and be able to look at it from the adult that never got to talk to my mom about that part of my life or her life. So I'm going to get get this uh, back into, whew, get my uh, calmness back in, but I really appreciate it. And, and honestly, getting choked up with stories is also one of the reasons why I think they're really important. And that just kind of showed the power of that connection um, and why it's a treasure and how it can just drop you back into a moment and a memory and um, bring that relationship to be at the forefront and more real again. So these are three ways that, or three reasons I should say, of why these are treasures, right? Why I believe stories are treasures or artifacts. Um, and, and I know that part of the reason why is they're so powerful um, when they belong to us is because of the stories I've lived and how I've gone through it. Um, but I also believe um, that this is pretty universal and that no matter who you are or what you've endured in your life, um, it could be a very different timeline than my own, but you're going to have stories that you want to be told for your own growth as well as others. Um, and you're going to want to preserve those for your future because your stories matter. So I want to leave you with thinking about how you are going to begin collecting these treasures and artifacts for yourself and for your future generations, because that is really the purpose of this podcast is to motivate you to preserve your past through powerful stories. Wasn't that a fun episode? I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if you would like to continue our conversation, be sure to follow this podcast and share with friends. This helps share the mission of preserving the past with stories. Want more tips, tools, and inspiration? Head over to melissaannkitchen.com. And as always, let's get writing your powerful personal stories.